it's elite POV. Coming live to your area on twitch.tv. We are your number one place for everything in the world of all elite wrestling. And just remember, when you're with us, you'll always be elite. Yo, it's clear to see when you open up your feed that ain't nobody better than elite POV. We bring the heat to your screen every week cause ain't nobody better than Elite POV. So understand every time that we speak that ain't nobody better than Elite POV. Our three letters is all you'll ever need cause ain't nobody better than Elite POV. What's up, everybody, and welcome to Elite POV, where it's podcast time, and you know what that means. I am one of your hosts, Phil Cataldo, but you can call me Philium, alongside the draw, Jackie Rodriguez. What is up? What's up, everyone? I have had a very long week, but Thursday has become my favorite day of the week. We are all four of us here tonight, so let's get hyped in the chat. And on the ones in we have the producer who the canadian prince Kyle masters what is up i'm doing all right glad we got to all four of us together since my debut for this show today so pumped for this here talks may dub it's been a hell of a hell of a week so far um news wise interesting not really a lot to go over but uh, i'm glad we had winter is coming last or last week yesterday um <laughs> I'm just excited to talk about it. I'm so pumped. We're running a lot of momentum here in the show, and I can't wait to keep going, guys. Make sure you're sticking around, too, if you guys are not sticking around. I guess uh, if you're on Patreon, don't worry. The after show is going to come to you. We've got some shenanigans planned tonight. Let's get ready for another and crazy And returning episode. from his one-week hiatus, he was doing something good, so we'll allow it. Hey. The king of talk style, the newly yeah, named was... defiant Anthony DeStefano. What is up? Yes, yes, yes. The Defiant Channel, where you'll see me do the uh, the butt rock stuff that I used to do back in the day. Um, because we have a very special announcement coming coming very soon. If you're a fan of GOW or WOW, just you might want to just really pay attention in the upcoming weeks. Um, but I'm good, man. What an episode! I mean, an hour and fifty nine minutes of great television, and then the last minute you shut the lights off on me. And we'll, I'm sure we'll get into that. Um, it was almost like the hoagie tray, Phil, from WrestleMania. That's how I felt last night. I just couldn't get past it. I was trying to build a bridge. The bridge would fall. But what an episode. So much fun. We have a great episode of Rampage tomorrow night. And Hook debuted last week. They sent Hook. They and sent Hook. I'm a hooker, in case you guys didn't know. I stand two things. Hook and Jay Cargill. That's it. And all together, we make up elite pov and if it's your first time listening welcome we do this show every thursday live on twitch.tv slash elite pov with replays available on youtube and wherever you guys get your podcasts if you want to support the show like kyle said patreon.com slash elite pov right now on the channel we have the second episode of top girl talk which is an incredible episode about everything that women fans deal with 
with gatekeeping because we know how toxic that can be at times. Jackie and Jamie deliver an incredible episode that you definitely do not want to miss. And also up there is a ridiculous over 20 minute video where I go over my wrestling collection. If you guys are watching live on Twitch right now or back on YouTube, you would see this is like 1% of it that's behind me next to me. <laughs> so it is it is a great video. It was cool for me to go down memory lane. And we got a lot of great stuff coming with that. Oh, yeah, the new year now, is going to be speaking, packed. Oh, we got a lot of great stuff for our Patreon coming in the new year. Now, speaking of great things, first, ElitePOVMerch.com. Go over there, get some merchandise. Our incredible designer, Infinity, made some great shirts. Got Christmas some. is coming up. Like Jackie's wearing it right now. If you guys are watching the feed live or watching back on YouTube, that is an awesome shirt. I just bought my own version of everybody's shirt. So I will start wearing a lot of our shirts on the show, which I am very excited for that. But hashtag pay the man. Infinity does some good work and he's awesome. Not this hat, though. One of one. One of one. Yeah, one of one. The hat, if you're, if you're but, watching. Yeah, where's our hat, man? Come on. Yeah. yeah. If, Stay tuned. <laughs> If you're interested in Way to be a team hat, player. <laughs> because we used to do we used to do this with Rant with Ant because there's no like third party that makes hats. Like I have to get them made and yeah, ship them. Sucks. Everyone else would yeah. charge you like $45. So if you are interested in a hat, they might be coming up for pre-sale after the new year. Yeah, let's get through the holidays and and, and we'll uh, figure out how to get the hats to you guys. <laughs> but one thing I do want to mention yeah. before we get into this week's AEW and some news and all that great stuff that we always do every week. I just want to thank everybody. Uh, me and Kyle, the privilege of viewing comedy last week. Um, I put out a tweet on Monday saying, let's get to 500 views. We are almost at 700 in less than a week. So, well, I Hell guess the week yeah. now is we're recording this. So, TCBs, baby. for that. TCBs. Yeah, the TCBs, the Ty Conti boys, me and Kyle, we out here, we making moves, and uh, you know, thank you to Ty Conti for giving us the time Shout doing out to this Fightful. great interview. Shout out to Fightful for oh, yeah. not only yeah. sharing um, a written clip of our interview, but actually giving us credit for it. We see a lot of these sites do that and mm -hmm. then not give credit. Also, at Wrestling and Purist on Twitter, doing the same thing, right? tagging us, making sure that we're getting credit for the work that we did for the interview that we did. So thank you guys for that. But if you guys haven't seen it, it is available on podcasts or it is available on our YouTube channel. Just type in Elite POV on YouTube. It will come up. Just type in Ty Conti. Honestly, it's the third or fourth video that come up. And as you could tell, I've watched the interview about 400 times. All those views are basically. <laughs> I mean, if you're not a Tay Conti fan after watching this, interview i don't know what's going to make you a bigger fan or even a fan of her because it it is so awesome and you know it was a great interview when a site like fightful there's not one but two articles on stuff she said in this podcast so you guys are definitely going to want to check it out you learn a lot of cool things about about uh tay and you just learn just how much of a humble and amazing human being she is so definitely go check it out guys you're not going to want to miss it Absolutely. And with that said, before we get into the show, one last final thing. We have the Elite POV Awards coming up. Kyle, play the graphic. Or the commercial. 2021. The year AEW's revolution went all out. From shocking returns of Second City Saints to the crowning of Spanish gods. 
we celebrate the moments that had us more anxious than a trip to the dentist. To the moments that we sang out, the moment the star stood proud. The kickouts, the fakeouts, and the breakouts. AEW went full gear ahead. So join us to celebrate the most special moments. Performers of the year. The fists. The flips. The cowboy shit. The Elite POV Awards come to you December 30th. Let's make it dynamite. Yeah, that last one. That last one was a little bit too much. Vote now. And what an incredible commercial brought to you by our own Anthony DiStefano. Look now, at and you, let Hollywood. people know where they can submit their vote if they haven't already. Um, it's all over the Twitter. We're sharing it every day, guys. We have, I think, a good amount of votes in, and I'm the only one that can see the results. And there are some close, and oh I boy. mean close races. Mm-hmm. And I mean, just when we sat there Saturday night and we made the list as a team, we were like, dude, like we could name 10 matches. We could name 10 superstars. We could name, but we just went with five wrestlers. We can name a match that happened wrestlers. last night. But yeah, <laughs> yeah no, exactly. Yeah, like, we're our plans. Like, like Kingston Danielson, I don't think made that list. And I'm like, that's one of my favorite matches of AEW. And then the match last night, that's going to be an honorable mention because obviously we can't add that in. And I guess that's a good segue, right, Phil? Oh, yeah. Well, before we get into Dynamite, I do want to go over some news that happened this week. Now, the first thing is the best thing. Happy birthday to Brody Lee. He's gone, but we miss him every day. We saw all the great posts on Twitter. Everybody's posting about it. Amanda posted, um, you know, something that'll bring a tear to your eye. And speaking of Amanda Huber, she had an incredible article this past week on the Players Tribune, Mm -hmm. which is, let me tell you something, the strength of this woman, I'll never understand how she can um, be dealt a loss like that and still face the day with a brave face and be able to work for the company and be able to do the things that she does, which, you know, you can't say enough about her. But happy birthday, Brody Lee. We miss you, and uh, we'll do our best to keep your legacy around forever. Now, from that Brody to another Brody, it is being reported that Brody King has signed to AEW. It's being rumored. It hasn't officially been reported yet. We saw, um, and we'll talk about it later, but Malachi Black cut a promo, said a very interesting line in it that we'll get to a little bit later that could have teased Brody King coming in, oh, which we are it. very excited about. How do you guys feel about the potential of Brody King coming in? It's got to be him. Uh, <laughs> like, it's 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 got to be him. Like, it's, it's it, it was confirmed. Okay, it's, it was yeah, I mean, that, sort of confirmed. Yeah. yeah. It was sort yeah. of confirmed by Body Slam Dinette, who uh, at times they've been unreliable, but at big times this year specifically, they've been but, spot but on. Ca- the guy Casserole hasn't been wrong a lot. Yeah, he's been, and that's the guy who broke it. He's mm-hmm. he was on about Brian Danielson. He was on about Brian Danielson's uh, return getting pushed up, or you know what I mean, or his debut getting pushed up. So he was right on a lot. Um, and then when when SRS picks it up, and even like as much as everyone hates them, Meltzer picks it up. There's something behind it, you know. So um, I, I'm excited for it personally. I haven't seen a lot of Brody King matches. I'm not gonna lie, but he looks menacing. 
And I'm more interested in where this is going because it looks like when he spits the mist, eventually you develop like yeah. in that vignette, the guy throws up mist, right? And you're like, oh shit, like what about Pac? What about Julia Hart? Like there's people that he's but 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 then it's weird because it's like, but what about Cody? He's hit Cody with the mist more than anyone. Yeah, so, that's true. I'm just trying to like decipher in my head I mean, how this is going to play out. Like, I think so. This is my hot take, though? and I know we're not supposed to talk about it. My, I mean, it's not. But my take is that Pillman's going to be one that joins the House of Black. I don't, I don't know, know why. I think Pillman's going to have something to do. I don't know. We'll we'll get into more of that later. But uh, Jackie, how do you feel about the potential of Brody King maybe coming? think it's a really cool thing in terms of the development of malachi black's character overall you know we've seen a lot of his feud with cody and just i feel like he hasn't really stepped into the fully dark menacing character so i think people have been very anxious to see this development of the house of black and um i'm always up for a good stable faction whatever you want to call it so Bring it on. If this uh, rumor is true, I think it can only mean really good things for Malachi Black and his character development. So now we have two more things in the news. Uh, one that some of us are pretty upset about uh, and one that Ant is very excited about. So the first one is uh, it has been reported that Kevin Owens has signed a, I think, a three-year deal back with WWE. So all those reports and rumors that potentially he might be coming to AEW in the beginning of the year. You throw those out the window. I mean, I guess good, bad situation on my end. Um, you know, bad because, of course, you know, you want to see AEW as a company that I watch all the time, so, and Kevin Owens is awesome. Uh, so, you know, adding more talent, only, it's only going to make the company even better. But it's also kind of a good thing because the, the roster is bloated. So, you know, with the Did potential of maybe see- Kyle O'Reilly... Did you see the bag he got, bro? He'd say no to that. Two to three million a year? A year? Okay. Where do oh, I sign? You can make me in fucking catering. Yeah, we'll see in six months if that works out. Well, whatever. But, um, here's, here's the beauty of it. Here's the beauty of it. WWE is not afraid to release people that they're paying millions of dollars. Braun Strowman, Bray Wyatt. Maybe in a year and a half, they're about to sell, and they go, all right, KO, see ya. And then we get, he gets his money, and we get, Kevin Steen and AEW. Anything can happen. I'm upset as a fan of pro wrestling. I'm not upset for that guy. That guy deserves all the money in the world. So shout out to KO. He's, now, I think the- he needs to make those decisions to go wherever it suits. He has a family. And so if he's happy, we should be happy. And that's all I got to say about that. Uh, Yeah, sure. That's the one way to look at it. But, um, uh, so the good good news, what I definitely want to uh, showcase, and I'm I'm going to amp for this first. So Hook had his debut match on Rampage last week, and everything I've ever said about the guy, <laughs> I couldn't be more wrong. This dude is so good, and I've watched that match like three times. It's really the perfect debut. Everything from you know having his father Taz on commentary to having someone like Fuego who's really good at making people look good in that ring. Um, but Ant, how do you feel? You you're a hooker. You said it in the beginning of the show. How excited are you? Yep. I was hyped, man, because you know it's not very often that there's someone who has like a mystique about him. What did we know about Hook? 
Like, what did us as the fans know about Hook? We knew he was Taz's son. We knew he carried a bag of chips. That's all we knew. We didn't know if this guy was going to get in the ring and suck. But this guy got in the ring. First off, the entrance alone. Action Bronson got me hyped. That dude came out looking like a fighter. And then you're like, oh, shit, maybe I should take this guy serious. And entrances mean so much because I always say when you look at someone, right, and you get your first impression of them, he looked like nothing we've seen him presented as, right? He came out. He had, like, the boxing shorts on. He was walking with a purpose. He literally paced around the ring, like, stalking his prey. I was like, holy shit, like, he might kill Fuego. The match started, like you said, shout out to Fuego. Fuego. He he sold his ass off for Hook. He was getting thrown around. He was getting bodied. But, man, that is the perfect kind of foil you need to make Hook look like a star. And the ovation this kid got, it started as a joke. But now I think people are really taking it serious as they should. So, Kyle, how do you feel about Hook's debut? I think I'm in the same boat as you. Like, I was not expecting what we got on Friday out of Hook. He flowed really nicely. I'm I'm glad he's adapting the submission game kind of like his dad and he kind of kind of like his main focus and he looked really good. Like he his in-ring stamina was really good and I I am expecting a, a lot of things out of him. Um don't know if he's going to be wrestling a lot. He kind of seems like this guy is going to be like one of those they might save him for a big thing next, or maybe they want him to have a couple of matches against some indie talent now on dark to get some chemistry going. And then maybe I, I think the end game was, is going to be punk and hook to go at. They have, they have to go at each other like that. I, I'm shocked that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. I mean, they're saving it and it'll probably be something that's something really cool that we'll get as like a one-off. But Jackie, before we move on to Dynamite, uh, any final thoughts on Hook's debut? Yeah, I think when somebody's debuting in the ring, um, especially on a larger scale when they're debuting on a big TV network like TNT, one of my biggest critiques is always fluidity in a match. And I feel like Hook came in and he looked like he had been at this for a while. It didn't look like messy sloppy or that there was a disconnect between him and fuego which also speaks to fuego as an opponent too but i think hook looked really smooth very clean and i'm actually really looking forward to seeing what he does next now from one legend to a legendary moment on AEW dynamite let's start off with talking about <sighs> the best 60 minutes you're ever gonna see on AEW television and that is hangman adam page versus brian danielson for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. Now, going into this, I will say, I was surprised at first that this opened the show. You would assume that it would end the show, kind of how last year Moxley and Omega ended the show. But then we're talking to everybody that's here, because you know we do watch Dynamite Live, and I think it was Kyle that said it. It was just like, it's smart because they can go as long as they want because they're setting the pace. It's not like, oh, this match you know, in the first hour went over 10 minutes and it's going to affect us. Like, no, they set the pace. And then look what ends up happening. We get a 60-minute match. It ends up being a draw. I know so some stupid people online who don't understand to just enjoy the show are complaining that it was a draw, even though it's going to end. I mean, look, we love draws here. We have the draw on our show right now. And she's <laughs> the best part of us. You so let me know when I can come. Draws, you let me know I can talk because I got I to rant about that. All right, Kyle, I want you to start off with this. Go ahead. I 
am angry at people that are mad about this match. I don't understand. They just gave us a 60-minute pay-per-view world title match for free in the first hour of Dynamite. Why are you mad that there wasn't a pinfall or a submission? Are you joking? If you look at it from afar, you have to really think about it before you make a decision on being angry at this match. If Brian took an L here, I don't think it would have made sense at all to what this entire storyline has been going going down. All you you realize this now, Hangman has made Brian or had made Kenny go to the limit. Went 30 minutes, could not, Kenny could not pin Hangman Page, could not defeat him within those 30 minutes. Brian just took him. It couldn't, he, Brian, who's been whipping everybody's ass for weeks and weeks and weeks on end, he could not defeat Hangman Page for 60 minutes. This just made Hangman the top guy in the company. He went to a draw with two of the best wrestlers in the entire world. Why are you complaining that there wasn't a finish? <laughs> and oh my God. The, enjoy the ride. The e-drums. I picked out this tweet because it, it, it was going on in my head. And this guy tweeted exactly what I was thinking of. He goes, honestly, no matter what kind of finish that Paige and Brian, the match would have had, the E stands would have always found something to shit on it. Because they always mm-hmm. do it with anything AW does. Quote, unquote, match ending in a DQ, how lame. Oh, if Paige lost, Derby guy won again. Oh, if Brian lost, oh, he was just buried in AEW. They would find yeah, yeah. anything to mm-hmm. bury this match if they're, it, it, for anything, for anything, if it wasn't a draw. I'm just saying, now, like, why are wh- fucking people mad at this? You, you can't enjoy are, 60 I, minutes of pure because, wrestling? Because for wrestling, we're not used to it. And, and this is why this is why we can't have anything nice as wrestling fans, right? They're so used to dusty finishes being disqualifications or the, you know, the champion cheating to win that they're not used to like, hey, how about two guys that just can't put each other away? It happens in football. It happens in sports where things end in ties and you go, Fuck. Like, that's why there's overtime in, in, in NBA. Most of the time, the games went in a tie. Hockey more than anything, right? And it's like, we can enjoy that it was a draw. We can enjoy the spectacle. And that's why AEW is AEW, is because you're there for the pro wrestling. And instead of doing some dusty-ass finish, they said, okay, there was a draw. And once it set in that it was like 40 minutes in, I started thinking, okay, there's one thing that Hangman brought up he said that Brian couldn't put Omega away in 30 minutes, and he could. So he went at Brian for not being able to pin someone and it ending up a draw, and now Danielson just took him to the draw. It just is more of the soul-searching for Hangman Page of finding his confidence to put Thank this guy you. away. Mm-hmm. Now, Jackie, uh, you are the positive one in the show. You're the one who always takes us... It's such a great positive, you know, direction. The three of us talking about, you know, the the stuff that we didn't like, the way fans reacted. But you know, coming from you, a such a huge Hangman Adam Page fan, tell me what you loved about the match. Tell me everything that was great about the match. I think these two guys went out there and really told one hell of a story. So, in terms of, I'm gonna like call back to what Ann said. You know. Everything about Hangman and his journey in AEW has been about him having to fight 
twice as hard, three times as hard, 10 times as hard for any victory, for any triumph that he has. So it's the beauty in the struggle. So yes, you want to take it from one perspective that Danielson went 60 minutes and couldn't beat Hangman. That makes Hangman look great, but it also shows it and also speaks to the fact that Hangman is always, you know, having to push that extra mile um, to get his dues. And I think that the match was freaking fantastic. There were some moments where it felt like Hangman was kind of coming to Danielson's level in terms of the aggressive striking and, and, and whatnot. But Hangman pulled out an aerial offense that I don't think I've ever seen from him at that level. And there was just so many breathtaking moments. Hangman being at ringside, you know, all bloodied up and you're in days after having his head rammed into a turnbuckle and you're like, shit, is he going to finish the match? Everything in this match is a storytelling moment. And I think that that's an art. And it's the first time Danielson, right? Sorry. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's like, I just think that it's, go ahead. It's 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 so laggy for me. I'm sorry because it sounded like you were done. Um, if it's the first time Danielson actually went like full blown fuck you crowd, right? Yeah. Like he was flipping people Absolutely. off, and it was the most. So everything that Danielson put together against the Dark Order all came into one, and we saw an aggression out of Danielson like we've never seen or we've saw like 10 years ago that we forgot about right we didn't Mm -hmm. remember how like menacing and aggressive and he's just stomping on his head and he's yelling i'm gonna kick his fucking head and like going insane i thought it was a beautiful match not topping danielson omega yet in my book i gotta watch it again pretty fucking pretty fucking close it was that good i don't know i feel like hangman saw danielson and omega and was like hold my beer I feel like the people complaining about this match that there was no finish are the same people that complain that they have to pay $50 for a pay-per-view. Bruh, they just gave you 60 minutes for free on a world title yep. match on TV. Mm-hmm. What are you complaining about? And it was about? excellent. And it was excellent. And it told an excellent story. And, you know, I've mm-hmm. said this a few times on this show because if anybody could speak to it, it's me, right? So I understand that for years, for a lot of our lives, we're so used to the main the way mainstream wrestling is being booked where it's like here's the big match the big match is over that's it you get it's one and done and you move on um you yeah. forget that AEW is about longer storytelling right so everything that Jackie said everything that Ann Kyle have said is 100% true and also you have to remember it this is building to their next match i see people in the chat earlier brought up Omega and Okada too that match ended in a draw which got people even more hype for Omega Okada 3. And this is gonna this got me even more hype for the rematch that's probably gonna happen at Revolution. That's gonna be even bigger than this match because for how do you belts. top a 60 for minute draw? Yeah, or maybe even for for the belt. Or right? Phil, I'll one up you. Even the eventual people are gonna be talking about it when he comes back. When Omega comes back, people are like, hey, we need these three yeah. in a triple threat because yeah. of what's yeah. happened. Yeah. And AW does a great job at leaving little Easter eggs here here and there that they can always come back to if they want to, if that's the direction that Tony Khan wants to take it or if that's the direction that they notice the fans are kind of leaning in, right? Because AEW is very good at going a direction that we want them to go in, right? Giving us the payoffs that we actually want. And this match was unreal. The one thing that I want to bring up from this match was when Hangman starts bleeding, 
right? I thought it was really cool. And this goes back to what Ant was saying about how brutal Danielson is. When Danielson is like punching him in his head to make the blood come out more. Like he's like being like sadistic almost in a way, right? Which is like, yeah, you can do the chance all you want. There was a scene where Hangman was up against the turnbuckle and he was stepping on his head and you could just see the blood coming like faster to the surface. Oh yeah, that was was great. Holy God. Like, first off, great camera work. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that was an excellent. <laughs> but what excellent about the show. camera work that Aunt, you were bringing up while we were watching it? Where it's like, uh, when they were in picture in picture, which uh, I'm sure mm-hmm. at some point in the show, Jackie's head's going to explode mm-hmm. with all the picture in picture from this past week. Uh, I hope they sold a ton of ad money because mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, it was like every five minutes. But I know. And it was like, yo, look at Danielson in the ring in the picture in picture. The dude was like working out while they're like working on Hangman to get him to stop bleeding outside. He's jumping he's jacks like, and flipping he was off the crowd. trolling hard. Yeah. yeah, dude, it was awesome. It this was is the awesome. best. This is the best Danielson I've ever seen. Like, yeah. I have loved this more than anything he's done in WWE. I'm sorry, I'll say it. I hated mm-hmm. everything he did, did in WWE from just watching him in AW in these first three months. It's it is insane. unreal the matches that he's getting out of people, right? Like we we understand, you know, Brian Danielson is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, but it's it's the chemistry he's having with almost anybody he's in the ring with, like not it, getting it is held just back, unreal, yeah, being able to yeah. being able to to create he's that mystery of he's no nature boy, but but creating that mystery, uh. you don't know how he's gonna win a match. He he can win yeah. with anything, mm-hmm. like you don't know and when the finish is gonna be. <laughs> I bet you Rick. I wonder if Rick Flair is watching that 60 minute match. He's probably tucked his tail yeah. in after watching that. Oh, he he gave it some really high praise. And I was oh, like, oh, know. it's interesting. Weren't you just like talking smack on Brian Danielson? But he had to eat his words real quick. One Uber drive away from a loony bin. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> Don't help it drop your jet. Yeah. But no, it was an incredible match. And for anybody who's listening and hasn't gotten a chance to watch, you need to watch that match. That is a must watch. You need to drop everything you're doing. It, it, don't turn the podcast off. All right. Listen to the podcast. When the podcast is over, then you go back, watch the match. It's incredible. I've watched it twice myself. Now. All right. Shout out to Carrie, who I don't know how emotionally she and mentally she got Hi, through Carrie. that match. Hangman is her favorite. She's texting me the whole time. Like, I didn't breathe for 60 minutes. You know what I mean? So it, it, it's just one of those things. It's just one of those things where it's like, we kind of got through it together because we were all biting our nails nervously. Like, please, Hangman, don't lose the belt yet. Yo, you just got this. Shadows to her, but too, def- with the Elite POV shirt she tweeted out, the, the oh, NWO yep. version one. So mm-hmm. shout out to you, Carrie, for, for sp- spying that. Guys, if you guys have Elite POV merch, don't be afraid to send us a tweet. Or if you want to send us a DM, we can tweet it out for you. We love yep. seeing that. That's like that tag means, us in that. Yeah, it means the absolute world to us that you guys rock our merch. So if you have merch... Or, or some of our merch tweeted out for us. Um, Cause that, that was just, that was awesome. And her to, to send that selfie today. That was made my morning this morning. So shout out to you, Carrie for that. Um, but yeah, that, that match carries the best that match though. Woo. Now match, though. talking about one of Carrie's guys, let's talk about another one of Carrie's guys in a match that was super quick, but got right to the point and, and is furthering a longer story that we're going to see a payoff probably in you know another six months, right? Uh, we get Wardlow versus Matt Seidel, and Wardlow basically kills him. Now, the one thing I want to go to Kyle first because I think besides Wardlow being excellent in the match, uh, the guy who stole the show was Sean Spears. We Yo, get him hero. being like, whoa, whoa, Wardlow, yes. stop with the power bombs. 
And then he attacks Matt Seidel with a chair, which I thought was hilarious. And then we get the phone call from MJF saying that he wants Wardlow to go get champagne by himself. And everybody else, will they'll handle it. So, Kyle, how do you feel your boy Sean Spears did this week? He's playing that role to a T. I love that. He's playing that he wants to kind of take over the role of Wardlow and be kind of like MJF's dude. And I, I, I loved everything with that, with he grabbed the microphones and then – you know, telling Warlow to stop and then going nuts with the chair. Did you notice when you get the phone call? You know, sometimes you see a lot in wrestling, like when they try to do the fake phone calls, like they just grab their phone. You'll see their lock screen turn on and they'll act like they're on the yeah. phone. Uh-huh. My boy Sean Spears got someone to really call him because the flashing light thing on the back of his iPhone, that's what happened. You can turn that on for when someone actually calls you. This guy okay. actually had someone call him to make that, that – just the little things, guys, the little things you notice mm-hmm. – they put that much effort. He, I don't know if he got MJF to do it or whoever to just call. MJF calling him, really. Yeah. <laughs> but I that like was, to think it was. I like to think it was Cassie Lee. <laughs> like she's on the other end. Hey, babe. Yeah, it was Cassie. Uh, with, with Jesse McKay. Hey, the dogs right? say hi. They're, yeah, they're they're muted on their end and they're just laughing hysterically because they're like watching him on television. <laughs> but it's them on the other end. Oh, that was great. Though. I think that'd be hilarious. That was awesome. But yeah, they're they're uh, they're really pushing this storyline, which uh, I I kind of. Love the idea that we've talked about of like, you know, I brought up that, you know, I kind of wish that they'd wait for MJF to win the title. And then that's how Wardlow turns. But I think they're going to, the revolution match kind of seems like it's going to be, it's either going to be, they're, they're pushing M they're going to push MJF and punk all the way to revolution because they still haven't Mm -hmm. really given us a date. Like if they haven't given us a date yet, it's either going to be at this like new year's bash thing. Or they're gonna push it all first the way TBS to first TBS show, maybe first TBS show or Revolution. But then, if the, if that's the case, then I can see MJF and Wardlow happening at Revolution. If not, if it is Punk and MJF at Revolution, that's where we're gonna get the turn. Officially, that's probably where we're gonna get the turn. No, yeah, I can see that. Uh, and then, and you think too, because in my head, I'm like, why can't it be a Revolution? Revolution's in January, and then I just remembered it's in March, so that's a long time oh, yeah. to keep long Punk yeah. and MJF yeah. in a feud and not have them actually throw hands but uh jackie what'd you think of this segment even though it was a quick one it was really quick um but yeah i think sean spears is like growing on me big time with this whole like he's so snarky and the whole uh, i love the boy a a, a little excessive you know wardlow a little excessive and then smashing (laughs) sidell with a chair and it's just like it's great stuff i would love to see i think um ali had pointed this out in the chat she said i want Wardlow to destroy Spears before he destroys MJF and I feel like that would be a cool way to go with this like kind of like MJF being the coward that he is putting all these obstacles in the way and be like all right well you know if you can get Spears you know then you can get to me yeah Alan, uh, why do you want to break Kyle's heart don't we break you want Wardlow to kill Sean Spears you're trying to break his heart how dare you (laughs) I'm about to write I'm writing a piece or not writing a piece but I'm I think I, I don't know if I brought this up last week. I, guys, I have something special coming to the Patreon soon. Probably going to be released in January, most likely. I'm doing like a whole deep dive inside kind of thing with Sean Spears. Kind of going over his entire career in wrestling and why he was become my favorite wrestler and basically one of my heroes. So look out for that on Patreon. So shout outs to that. But yeah, why do you, why do you want to break my heart? No, yeah, like, like, like don't, can Kyle be that. happy? <laughs> no, no, no. You know, no like, his boy is getting TV time, and you want to break his heart by having Wardlow break him. You know? Oh my God, I'm glad that he's getting TV time. Like Sean Spears is just like he's just a cool guy outside of 
his character. He always seems like a really nice person, but he plays his character well. And you know, the 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 end point for most heels is that they're gonna get the shit kicked out of them. So it's gonna yeah. happen. They're gonna get their fucking head kicked in. <laughs> yeah, more or less. <laughs> um so now I wanna transition to a promo that has a lot of people talking, giving what it teased. Now we get this holiday themed promo with the super click and Bobby Fish. Oh god. Where essentially Adam Cole teases he has a big surprise for the Bucks next week. Now a lot of people are talking on social media what that might be Bruh. for people who don't know. Kyle O'Reilly and Johnny Gargano's contract are both officially up with WWE. I think both have signed extensions to get through War Games pay-per-view for NXT, and now they are officially free agents, so they can show up at any time, because remember, they were not released, so there's no 90-day or 30-day clause where they have to wait before they can show up on television for another company. So now a lot of people are thinking, hey, maybe Kyle O'Reilly shows up next week, and would up. you be excited for O'Reilly showing up? We get an Undisputed Era reunion, maybe long this leads to a bigger feud. Fucking Sting again. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> it's gonna be Sting. <laughs> right? Like, come on, man. The lights went out last night. Can we not nobody's talking about the lights going out and it being Sting? Is you you're, the only, you're one, the only one upset about it. Am I the only one on this no, island? Like, oh no, yeah. he is why not is the only light? one that is upset? Like, first off, I'm like fucking Sting has done that here. before though. Wyndham. Wyndham's here. I'm going to cry. I don't care what Sting's done. He also used to be a surfer with blonde hair. I don't care, okay? I miss surfers. You shut the lights off, Tony Khan. Wyndham was supposed to come. If the lights came on and it was surfer Sting, you would have popped. Maybe. Maybe Wolfpack Sting, but I don't care what Sting. It could have been Sting from the police, the band. I don't give a fuck. It wasn't Wyndham. Do not shut the lights off for anybody. But um, Malachi does it too. Everyone has lights shut off. But if it was Malachi, I'd be like, okay, cool. It's his thing, right? That's his thing. But um, Kyle O'Reilly, I think that would be a nice little surprise. I'm excited to see where it goes. Maybe this is a way to turn the buck. He retweeted it with an eye emoji. The guy's coming. They're gonna, they're gonna. But here's the thing: Is Cole gonna turn on the box, and then it's gonna set up undisputed versus the elite? Yep. As the elite, as the faces. Mm-hmm. Or will Undisputed then become faces because everybody loves Adam Cole anyway? Like, there's a lot of questions, but I think I think that's the one that you can bank on. Like, that is definitely the debut that's happening, and it's going to be exciting to see what they do. Now, I know I've seen a lot of people like, you know, oh, see, they're going to take something from NXT. It's like those guys have been wrestling together way before NXT, mm-hmm. and they're yep. wrestling together way after NXT, and just have fucking fun, like. Would yeah, you be upset too? Like, you know, would, you, would you be upset if, if like you were watching WWE and like the NWO in their prime were like, "Hey, we're we're here," or like, yeah. God forbid, three years from now, Moxley goes back and the Shield reunites, everyone's gonna be happy. You know what I mean? Like, it's just he's never going back. But you get what I'm saying. Like, why can't you just live in the moment and just have nice things? Why do we have to automatically start like? like ripping shit up and saying oh they stole that from nxt it's like and they stole from ring of honor (laughs) yeah but the thing you have to remember too is like aw has shown especially over the last year that they are like a continuation of stories right so like even if something happens in another company they creatively find a way to make it make sense here right with the whole malachi stuff where everything that happened 
with him and that Seth Rollins Buddy Murphy feud, it kind of leaned into what he's doing now and what he's teasing now with the, the eye and stuff like that and the darkness inside of him. So with bringing over O'Reilly, you know it's going to be a continuation of the story that him and Cole just told in NXT. So instead of being mm-hmm. mad, be happy because if you were a fan of them when they were in NXT, which pretty much everybody was, because the Undisputed Era was the best part of NXT for like two years. Just be happy we're getting a continuation of that story. But Jackie, are you excited about this? Um, yeah, I just think like, I, I know people want to nitpick and really tear things to shreds with, you know, like what you just mentioned in terms of, oh, it's just another like continuation of NXT. It's just like, if it worked, why not go with it? I it's it's that exactly. simple. It's Those just people like weren't complaining when they were watching NXT. It. Yeah, really. Just um, but well, here's a better thing: just don't don't watch AEW if you're going to bitch about it. Yeah, yeah, don't watch shit you don't want to watch. Yeah. Uh, I don't watch things that I don't want to watch or that make me unhappy. It's just like it's a waste of freaking time. But they threatened Sue. These assholes threatened Trent's mom. And yes. I like, mm-hmm. I'm like, this is like the second time, yeah. like, you know, it was MJF threatening Larry. And now it's, you know, the super click and Bobby Fish threatening Trent's mom. And I'm not, I'm not cool with that. Leave Sue alone. I have to say I pop for Sue's Twitter reactions where she's like, uh, hello, I'm being threatened to great. Yeah. Help me. yeah. How do I get, <laughs> how do I hold the Reggie? And I know that it's probably Trent running it, but let me tell you something. It is, it is one of the funniest things in the world. Sue's Twitter. Yo, Sue is it's so damn man. over. I love Sue. It's uh, awesome. But um, now transitioning from whoa, that whoa, over to... Whoa! Oh, wait, I forgot. I'm whoa. sorry. Kyle, go ahead. Go ahead, Kyle. I forgot. You go. forgot the biggest Undisputed Era yeah. mark out He's, of all of us here? Biggest Are mark you serious? <laughs> I have the armband. I'm a mark, baby. I have the armband, too. What are you talking <laughs> about? I have the first armband. Undisputed yeah, Boys. I man. have the armband... Before they wore armbands, how about that? <laughs> you knew, yeah. Like, I, I knew it was gonna be an armband when they debuted. You. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I drank too much and then threw up when when Adam Cole hey. was debuting. I, I spent seventy. I spent was the triangle school. I drew on my notebook in grade school. I spent seventy five dollars on that on that trio action figure pack when I came down to New York. I did too. And introduced I Adam Cole to Britt Baker on social media, which gave him the courage to. Start undisputed era. Anyways, I bought Tony Schiavone his earring, which Adam Cole's jealous of. <laughs> That's good for you. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, I okay. Two things. One, if they don't have Kyle O'Reilly pop out of a big Christmas box next week, that's going to be a miss because they said we got a big we got a big gift for everyone next week. And he's holding like a Christmas box. He better pop out of a Christmas box. That's all I'm saying. Nah, they're, they're turn on the box next week. Uh, two, be- I think it's gonna be a fight over Adam Cole. I think the Bucks yep. are gonna get jealous that mm-hmm. Riley and and, and Fisher in there, Adam Cole's uh, for, like former, obviously former team NXT, and the Bucks are gonna get jealous that these, you know that they're two there, and there's gonna be a divide, and I think that's when we're gonna get maybe like Cole turning on the Bucks and siding with them too, and the Bucks might go away for a little bit, or because I know mm-hmm. they can't really do like a, a trio feud because Kenny's not there. Yeah, I don't uh-huh. know who else you mm-hmm. have that the Bucks can go after, or they. They, you know, they they signed someone new to the super click. So, Brandon Cutler. I guess Brandon Cutler for now. But that's not really, that's not a revolution match anyone wants to pay for. No, the I Bucks think I think Cutler. the Bucks are going to take some time off. 
Yeah. Honestly, I do think they'll get a, like a month off too, two months because the, these guys have been going full steam ahead, like no breaks. Yeah, and yeah, for like uh, what a year. That's what I mean. Then they should come back. New revolution. Yeah. Come back. New revolution. Maybe they have someone in mind if Kenny can come back yet, and they have like a trios match at Revolution. So, I think that's what the direction they're going to go into, and I can't wait. It cannot wait. I, I'm excited here. Maybe if they're going to come up with a team name and a new name and what it's going to be, I'm sure they're they're brainstorming like crazy. But O'Reilly's coming next week. If anyone doesn't, I hope it's a play on undisputed, undisputed. It's got to be. It's got to have the word error. It's not even low key about it. It's going to be undisputed elite, so they could still throw up the UE. (laughs) That would be be great. Yeah, because they don't. No one owns this. No one. You can't own this sign. You can't own the word. Bobby Fish did this sign the other week. You can say undisputed. Yeah, you can say undisputed. Right. I'm sure they don't. I still won't is forget that, that. There's a couple of weeks going by. Fish was like, and that's un. And they stopped him. Like, you can't yeah. do that. It should just be called the undisputed error with an yeah. O R. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, real quick, a shout out to Ascended Saiyan in the chat. This is like Ant's worst nightmare. Cole brings out a big box on stage. Lights go out and Sting pops out. No, it's no, the Elite Hunter. Frankie Kazarian. Either <laughs> one of them. I actually like Sting, right? But like last night, you made me you made me hate a man that I paid a lot of money to meet before. Yeah. <laughs> That's who the fuck's going to have our third it's, member. It's, it's going to be the Elite Hunter. He's going to join the it's Elite. It's Frankie Kazarian. Oh, my God. Oh, and, of course, is the Elite Hunter. Oh. The POV hunter. I'm the elite POV hunter. Now we can transition. Yeah. All right. So now a match that I think is one of the best women's matches of the year. We have Hikaru Shida versus Serena Deeb. We finally get this rivalry to, to get even more steam going even more forward now. It was their rubber match, I believe, right? It was their third match? Yes, it was. So mm-hmm. it was their rubber match, and it did not disappoint. I came into this match. With an incredible amount of hype behind it because the two matches that they had beforehand were exceptional. The storytelling that they're doing with Serena D messing with her when uh, Sheeta had her match in the TBS Championship Tournament was great. And it did not disappoint. It's And, and I think me and Kyle were talking about this while we were watching live. And, and the best um, praise I can give this match is it was just so smooth, right? Yeah. They, they were wrestling yeah. like... Any other great wrestler, regardless of gender. They were just two great wrestlers having a great match. Everything was smooth. Everybody, everything leaned into each other. Um, a lot of people were in the game. Uh, where it was like uh, the powerbomb pin into Sheeta reversing to another pin into Serena reversing into the single leg submission. And it was just like, whoa. And it was so quick, so fast. And it was just, it was just a great time. It was a great match. But Jackie, what did you think about this match? I just, you know how every once in a while you'll get those matches where the crowd just chants fight forever at at the wrestlers. This is my fight forever moment. I could literally watch Sheeta and Deeb every damn week and I'm sure they're going to pull out something different, something exciting, and it's not going to be repetitive. They're just, the chemistry that the two of them have with each other, let alone the fact that both of them are just, in my opinion, two of the best women's wrestlers in that company um i just like i i loved it there was a moment i think where uh sheeta like deadlifted deep into a falcon arrow and it's just like Mm -hmm. oh man it's just like so many moments where you're just like popping left and right you know deep getting nasty and exposing the turnbuckle hooks and and things like that Mm -hmm. you know 
I can't say enough positive things about Serena Deeb, who she is as a wrestler and a competitor. She's just like uh, such a purist and it's a beautiful thing to watch her work. Sheeta, a former women's champion, but I want, I, I want Deeb in that title picture, like as soon as possible, please. Listen, because- we're going to get her time will come. Right. I, I think yeah. that, with potentially Ruby Soho winning that TBS tournament, I'm still saying that's going to happen. And then potentially Thunder Rosa, which I hope also, you know, ends up beating Britt Baker at some point next year. Those are two baby faces happen. that a great heel Serena could do in some incredible things with. Do I think she wins the title? I mean, who knows, right? But uh, I think that she'll definitely be able to get some incredible matches out of them. But uh, Kyle, what'd you think of this match? It was great. Um, you know, it's great when you can watch a woman smash. It doesn't last 50 seconds and ends in a roll-up. So that's that's pretty good. That's a positive there. Um, Kyle is sassy tonight, and I like it. <laughs> he really uh, is. I'm you just saying. I saw it on my timeline. I'm like, that's not fair. Especially what they did. They did Rhea Ripley dirty. Um, I would do Rhea Ripley dirty. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. That's uh, what she said, Shirt. Sure. That's yeah. what she said. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, great women's match, you know. I could appreciate didn't have as many uh, commercial breaks as the men's match in the beginning. I'm kind of sour about that still, right, Jackie? It's just there's so many picture-in-picture breaks during men's it, matches. It's just it's it's unfair, you know. <laughs> Kyle's such an asshole. Uh, listen, for an hour-long match, I I would love to see that match completely uninterrupted. I'd like to see yeah. all of these matches. Fight TV. There you go. Well, here's you can do it here's on fight how TV. you do it. Move to the UK and watch on Fight TV because yeah. that's what people in the chat are saying. On Fight TV, there's no commercial. Just get, I'm gonna, just get I'm a gonna VPN. go overseas. You don't even need to go. No, you don't have to move. You don't need to move. You just go and get a VPN. Watch yourself some uh, some dynamite on on Fight there you TV. Go. Then you or she have... could move in with Carrie. That's like what she I'm said. Not. I want to move in with Carrie. Just put Hangman posters all over their house. And F- <laughs> Carrie loves FTR too, so it'll just be Hangman and FTR uh, aesthetic around your apartment or house or whatever. But yeah, Serena Deeb, Look. unreal wrestler. She moves just as quick as a men. She's an amazing. I love her theme song. Her theme song is a is fire. By the way, I haven't really. I don't think I've really listened to her theme song. I really listened to it this week, and I'm like, damn, it's a really good theme. I really like. I was bobbing my head to it. It was good. Um, but yeah, great match between these two. I knew it was going to be a good match going into it. You have two really good wrestlers. They've been feuding the last couple of weeks, putting putting on some banger matches. So uh, no, I was up for it. It was great. And we move on here. I can see her being a future TBS champion for sure. That world championship is Thunder Roses, whether it's going to be a revolution or double or nothing. I'm going to assume double or nothing. They're going to make Britt hold on for an entire year. Um, and then Thunder Rosa is your next champion, 100%. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, can't, I can't complain. They did a really good job with this match. We got a lot of time put into it. And I can't – I know, again, I still wish there was more women's matches, but we're getting that on Rampage this week, so – um, technically, we are getting more women's matches. Can't fucking wait for yeah. Rampage. Mm-hmm. So, uh, any, any any final thoughts on this match, or you want to transition right over to that Rampage thing? Uh, I mean, I just want to say, like, the pacing of it was just unbelievable. Um, probably the best paced female match that AEW has had pacing wise. I'm not saying match wise, pacing wise, everything just worked, and it worked at a speed that was quicker than usual. And they weren't missing their spots. It was just instant chemistry since the first match. And I kind of hope they go again. <laughs> Honestly, go again for real. I would love to see it. But yeah, like Ty Conti, you know, she's on there cutting promos now, fucking about to tap people out. Oof. And it's it's Ty versus Penelope. And it's like heaven 
It's just and it's you a submission, the submission match. Yeah. Which is what's yep. really cool. And um, oh, yeah. she's uh, gonna put her out. Ty's gonna. I want to give a shout, out, uh, shout out to um, Sean Ross Sapp and uh, the two guys that he had on his AW Review podcast. I forget the guy's name, but one of the guys made a good point that I wanted to to kind of bring up. So he said that he thinks that this is all designed to develop a submission finisher for Ty Conti. Right. Okay. And, and to kind of really kind of cement it as this is my alternate finisher. It's not just the DDT, uh, but it's Ty also DT. the tidy T. It's also the submission. So I think this is really cool. And plus, it's also awesome because we had this great pre-tape segment with Ty Conti and Penelope. And I think that with them giving more op- opportunities for Ty Conti to cut these promos, it's going to make a lot more people fall in love with her and, and going to make the casual AEW fans also fall in love with her. And which is going to make them want to book her. And and I think, honestly, there are two people in this company who are going to win gold for AEW next year. And you can guarantee it. One is Eddie Kingston and one is Ty Conti. I think the fan, um, just the fandom around them is so big that there's no way we're going to get to the end of 2022. And both of them aren't going to be champions at one point. Which title it is, I mean, we'll wait and see if you guys listen to the interview. Ty says she wants both titles. Uh, but she's going after that TBS Kingston title. Versus that TNT. Maybe Ty BS, the Ty yeah. BS title. Kingston will be I, TNT I just, champ. I love that she threw out like with the like the the nicest little smirk, bitch. And I was like, yeah. fuck yeah, yeah Ty. Like, it was so yeah. great. I was yeah, like, Jack, what'd you think of all this? I'm I'm really hyped because uh, I think I I've said this numerous times on the show. Submission wrestling is my favorite type of wrestling. So, you know, Ty with her fighting background, I think this is a really good chance for her to showcase a lot of what she knows in terms of submission and grappling. I'm here for it. Give me more matches like this, especially in the women's division. Um, I, 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 I know we talk about this interview a lot, but guys, I can't stress it enough. Go to the YouTube channel, watch this Ty Conti interview because after watching it, you know, I already loved her and was super proud of what she's been doing but my god what a really wonderful and humble person but just so damn talented her star is on the rise i'm hyped for i'm hyped for rampage oh and everybody knows i'm hyped yeah, yeah we don't so gotta so ask hyped. phil yeah you, you don't gotta ask me he, Kyle, he's watching spider-man tomorrow night and then he's watching ty conti submit a bitch yeah yeah <laughs> uh, and, and right now i'm getting text messages right now from my wife and her friend and her boyfriend, and they're like, oh, what are we doing after Spider-Man? I'm like, the movie's like three hours long. Everything's yeah. going to be closed. Yeah. Oh, we're going to want to eat. Cool. So when I'm at the restaurant like this, phone up. And I'm like, why are you not paying attention? Like, yo, my girl Ty Conti out here fighting in a submission match. I got better <laughs> things to do than talk to people. You know what I mean? And yeah, listen, you guys got to watch the interview. You got to listen to it. There's a lot of great things she says in it. She talks about wanting to wrestle in Japan. Kyle asks her a great question of how she connects with judo and, and pro wrestling, which she gives you kind of an insight on the way she puts together matches and the way she thinks about pro wrestling. So watch the interview and then watch her match on Rampage. It's going to be a great time. Now, before we get done with Dynamite, I want to talk about this main event and I want to give Ant the true platform. He has mentioned it a oh. few times, but are we just not going to talk about the best promo AEW's done, the best vignette AEW's done? Well, Malachi, gonna... we talked about it in the beginning. Bro, Malachi, did you 
That is literally right, my GFU. We'll start off with Malachi, and then we'll get to the main event. Has come to AEW. The Dark Father is here. Yeah, I mm-hmm. fucking love it. That's all I want to say. I think this is how you have to show Malachi off. It felt so much like when, like, it, it, I, I hate crossing it, but for 25 years, there was only one promotion everybody watched, right? But it reminded me of, like, the Ministry of Darkness Taker. Like, I was just waiting for him to start speaking in tongues. I was like, this is <laughs> creepy shit. I'm so here for it. One of the, well, yeah, one of them was Zelina because they're like four foot eight, but it was awesome. Like it was, oh my God, that is how you have to present Malachi. That is the perfect way. Like I liked his promos in front of the black screen or whatever, right. That he does. This was so much more effective for his character building. Mm -hmm. So much more effective suit. And then he gets put the hood on and he's got his little like preacher Bible. Like it's just it. This is it. Like this, I I climaxed after watching that. That was that was yes. that was it. <laughs> I don't know and I, and I saw on social media, kind of uh, talking about what you guys brought up earlier about you know how come Cody and 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 Pac and um, Julia Hart haven't like transformed right like the way it seems like this person who we could assume is Brody King is transforming and what people were saying online, which I think is a good way to get our minds going, is it has to be like a ritual. Right. Like he has to have the book. He has to say the words. It has to be like they have to like accept it almost. And maybe there's bigger storytelling where it's like if he spits in your face, you get this dark side and only it only unlocks like fully if you accept it. And because like Cody's not accepting it, air quotes, Mm -hmm. that he's kind of being able to play back and forth or whatever. But the promo was excellent. Right. It was just unreal to see the level of storytelling that you know, the people in his company are allowed to have. And it's what's great about it is he didn't wrestle on the show. And we still got super hype about this, right? It's something, mm-hmm. that, it's like a tease and then they take it away. When's mm-hmm. going to be the next tease? It could be next week. It could be in a few weeks. But it's something that keeps our attention, kind of like Miro, right? Miro comes in, he cuts this great promo, and then he disappears for a week or two. And then you're like, oh shit, what's going on with Miro? And then eventually that's going to have a payoff. And the same thing with Malachi. It's eventually going to have a playoff, a payoff. And before I go to you, Jackie, on your thoughts about this promo, I do want to give a shout out to Griff Garrison because he cut an incredible Yo, that promo that aired before this. And they need to let Griff Garrison talk more because he's fantastic at promos. But Jackie, what did you think of the Malachi? In promo? honor of, of, of one Brody Lee, can I say, who the fuck is Griff Garrison? i'll allow it for brody yeah (laughs) yes yes no um and it looks like we're getting now griff garrison versus malachi black either Mm -hmm. next week or in the coming weeks but Mm -hmm. yeah i just think that malachi black is one of the most intriguing characters going in aew um whether it be now or since the inception the storytelling that he's doing i have always been very drawn to these dark you know these dark characters characters. it's just really great to see him unleashing his storytelling capabilities the the vignette was beautifully edited it was the perfect amount of creepy without being campy and i really appreciate that i give me more malachi black i'm i'm here you you need that in wrestling sometimes where you tread the line of reality and non-reality and i I love when they do this in professional wrestling when it's done right and this is done correctly because it's all malachi black and he's putting all his creativeness into this and it's working and it's it's created this epic epic character from his entrance 
to how he comes exactly. presents himself to what he does in the matches and like the face paint thing he tells a story with the face paint and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger until it's going to fully consume him and i already mm-hmm. know i know one day we're going to get a fully face painted malachi black malachi. With, two, with two eye mm-hmm. uh, yeah. contacts and he's gonna be like fully demonic so i can't wait i think and it's funny because like we're gonna get into the main event where i wanted Wyndham to come right that's I'm a Bray Wyatt guy who's one of my favorites, always was, always will be, right? But, like, this is me being real. I don't need Wyndham if they're going to let Malachi do this, right? Because this is how I would have presented a Wyndham, right? With these kind of vignettes, these creepy things. Now, if they get both of them, more the merrier, right? Wyndham can come. But this is exactly how I wanted them to present Wyndham if they got him is more of, like, video packages not just promos because we know they can cut a promo Mm -hmm. but i want more the story like these dark characters always intrigue you to want to dive in like there's a weird obsession with serial killers and darkness and dark things and you know um satanic people in our in our you know lifestyle in our culture we are like oh let's read about it i mean the murder podcasts are like the top because you want to know more. You want to know more. And with a Mm -hmm. dark character, one that creeps you out, it's almost like you want to indulge into it. And I think last night was like a a great step in presenting Malachi black as someone you just need. You, you want a movie of him. You want, you want a 30 minute (laughs) vignette of just Malachi, right? You can have both. You can have both because look what they did. I mean, I hate treading back and talking about them too, but when they debuted undertaker, eventually they ended up debuting Kane. That's two dark characters yep. Yep. that worked in the same mm-hmm. company in their own way. So they could I debut. Mean, and you could bring Wendell in as the, as the cult leader. And it's yeah. totally different, right? It's, to, yeah. it's, mm-hmm. but uh, man, what uh, that just was to me, like everyone's talking about the match and that match was phenomenal, right? Top five of the year for me, but that promo is going to do so much more for the show roster going forward and roster i mean now you're bringing in brody king now you're wondering what happened to pack cody julia hart malachi there's so many moving pieces that this is going to have like ending and lasting effects on the whole roster by the mm-hmm. time it's over yeah, yeah absolutely that's a great way to look at it i didn't really look at it like that until you said it but and finally take this platform yeah. right i don't okay. need to talk MJF about this match versus match was Dante good Martin. and i'm gonna let and take it away good. now it was Dante great. Martin's a human cheat code, right? Right. Like, yeah, it is let's... unreal. Like, and everybody's talking about the missed spot where it seemed like MJF was was a little too close to catch him. But it's like you go out there and try to catch Dante Martin. I feel like he jumps further and further every time. It's unreal. It took about five minutes before that when Dante Martin landed on his esophagus. Yeah. Like <laughs> MJF took a knee to his esophagus and just uh, got yeah, up yeah. and was, was fine. Yeah, you know, like, come on. But we get for people who don't know if you're living under a rock. Match ends. Big fight starts to happen. FTR comes out. Me and Jackie pop because we love seeing a good FTR. Oh, yeah. down. Lights cut out for a second. And thought it was Wyndham. Me and Jackie thought, hey, maybe it's them boys. Maybe it's the Briscoe brothers answering back. Because if you guys don't know, uh, at Ring of Honor's final show, final battle, uh, FTR came out and attacked the Briscoes, kind of teasing a feud between them and keeping it going on social media. So mm-hmm. we don't know when that's going to pick up because, of course, Ring of Honor's shut down until April, and we don't know if it's even ever coming back. Um, but from that, we get the lights cutting out, lights cut back on, Thing and Darby are in the ring fighting. The good thing is, before Ant completely loses his mind, is <laughs> next week's show, we're getting um, FTR and MJF 
versus Punk, Sting, and Darby, which is a huge, huge six-man tag match, which is going to be incredible. But, Ant, go ahead. Talk about that. The lights kind of now. It's just... So, I think I know why they did it. It's because they wanted to have that suspense, right? You know, Tony Khan wanted him to... Like, wanted you to be like, oh, what the fuck's happening? But, like, man, Sting had his shit last year, bro. Come on. Like... Don't shut the lights off unless it's going to be Wyndham or Malachi. Like, those lights went off. I stood the fu- stood up real quick, ready to go, ready to scream, ready to wake up the whole household. And it was Sting? Come on, man. And Darby, like, I, they're cool. I love them, right? I love Darby, and I love Sting. Like, Sting is probably one of my top ten favorites of all time. But we were all, like, sitting on the edge of our seat because it's like, how are you going to end this, right? How are you going to end Winter is Coming? Well, I guess Sting is fucking father winner because he must be banging mother nature because every time it snows here comes sting that's a good point <laughs> that's a really that's a really good point just um, say, don't play with my emotions bro and it's cool punk came out right because everyone wants to see cm punk that got an awesome pop. shirt punk by the way the, 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 the noise got oh, yeah. sucked out of the building because when when the lights came on and it was stinging darby i think people were expecting something bigger but then, as soon and then they started chanting CM Punk, and then his music hit, and the the building came alive again. They went nuts. So, yeah, I mean uh, that crowd was great last night. Yeah. Great crowd. They brought it back they really, really nice there. Yeah, and in the, the shirt he was wearing yeah. in mm-hmm. Texas of all mm-hmm. places. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out to Adam Sting and Mother Nature about the same age. <laughs> Yo. Uh, Vicious. Yeah. We love Sting yeah. now. We do. I mean, yeah. shout out to Sting. I feel bad that I was so upset but, that like a legend showed up. But the balls I mean? on but, CM Punk though to wear a pro life shirt in Texas of all places Texas, and hilarious. still and still get a yeah. pop. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's oh. it's fantastic. But uh I love any it. final thoughts on this main event or anything else that happened on this week's Dynamite? I'll start with you, Jackie. No, I mean as far as the main event, I I didn't think Wyndham was coming out when the lights went out. I, like you and I, Phil, thought it was going to be a callback. Like you said, FTR appeared at uh, Final Battle right after the lights went out. Uh, I thought it was going to be, you know, I thought it was going to be the Briscoe brothers coming to cash a check, but no it's such luck. Electric. Is that why? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> but overall, like, Dante Martin can't say enough good things about him. I hype him up every time he has a damn match. He is stellar in the ring. Uh, I'm I'm happy to see more of him, but I don't know. Like after starting off the night with such a bang, it, it felt like it needed to end with a little more oomph. Um, but uh, yeah, overall, no, I think it was I think it was a great show. Any final thoughts, Kyle? It was a great show. It looks like 2021's ending in a big way. Uh, Tony Khan was uh, in an interview with someone this week. I don't remember. Can't remember off the top of my head who it was. Probably busted open. Um, but they, uh, he said that, or he was asked about, you know, did he have any big surprises for Winter's Coming? And Tony Khan, obviously the guy not to to spoil anything, all he said was uh, everyone better keep an eye on AEW over the next coming weeks because big things are coming to AEW. So, um one, I think one included, which we thought we were going to get an announcement last night, was is the Owen Hart tournament we're supposed to get details for soon. Yeah. Whether they do like a small inserted segment on Rampage that we'll mm-hmm. see on TV or we'll get it next week during the holiday bash. Um, but 
it's not out of the realm of possibility that Wyndham is still able to show up. There's going to be some big surprises I, over the next couple of weeks, guys. I don't. I, I, if he didn't show up last night, I don't think he's showing up for a little bit. I know he's doing a movie, right? Yeah. So, I mean, if he didn't show up last night, that's kind of a dark pay per view when you know winter. Yeah, and is I say a couple of weeks. That goes show. into the new year as well. So the, yeah. the next, like, I'm going to say the next month, month and a half. Is gonna be really You're gonna big get O'Reilly, but then you so. gotta remember, like, there's gonna be like Ember Moon's a free agent. Johnny like, Gargano might pop Johnny up. Johnny Gargano, like, yeah. Which I think he's AW bound. I'm just gonna say I'll be that guy. Um, guy just started. He started a Twitch channel the day after he yeah, got, yeah. he yeah. left. Yeah. That guy's AW bound. Channel. He ain't going and back. Go <laughs> on pro wrestling teams. He has like 62 yeah. shirts up. Right. Yeah. This yeah. man ain't yeah, going dude. back to be if he started. My a Twitch man was channel. counting down the days with this graphic designer. Yeah. Just like here you go, here you go, here you yeah. go. So all I ask is they run, they run back Gargano and Cole again, please. I just want those two put some of the best matches I've ever seen live and in mm-hmm. person in, a, in NXT. And I can't wait if they would they eventually do Gargano versus Bryanson. That or Bryanson. Bryanson. <laughs> I've just combined his two names. Oh, oh Brian God. Bryanson. God damn. Bryanson. Yeah. Um, um I do I do want to nitpick one thing though. Dante Martin was in my eyes getting really hot, and I think they they jumped the gun on the turn thing and turning it back real quick because mm-hmm. I think there was still a lot of juice in that story that now it's just like, okay, they just did it for a battle Royal. And now Starks is going to come out and cost them that. Uh, you know what I mean? And like, mm-hmm. to me, it's like, you could have drawn this out and made us all like, be like, why did that? And then when his brother got back turned, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And then it's like, Holy shit, this was, he was just breaking them up from the inside. Uh, that's my one nitpick. I mean, I think Dante Martin's amazing. Um, but I knew MJF was winning it. You know, MJF's not going to MJF. I don't think is going to lose until he wins the title. And uh, James in the chat saying, wasn't there supposed to be a Tony Khan announcement last night? So I was thinking, yeah, the they same fired thing. Urban Meyer. Rewatching Hangman and uh, Danielson, uh, Tony Schiavone says, um, Tony Khan has an announcement for a big match coming up. That big match was a six man tag that got announced at the end of the night. That he that knew. was I mean it, he knew it was happening. He yeah, knew so it. like that's kind of what it was. He I'm guessing, or at least they ran out of time and just expect us to forget it. But I don't know. Now that's it for Dynamite. I agree with you guys. It was an exceptional show. If you guys haven't watched it already, make sure you go watch it. Um, as far as the Rampage preview, we got Ty Conti versus Penelope Ford in a submission match, which we mentioned. We got the Super Click and Bobby Fish versus the Best Friends, or I guess Chaos now, with Orange Cassidy, Best Friends, and Rocky Romero. And then the cool match that we have, we have Kingston, Proud and Powerful, and the Lucha Brothers versus mm-hmm. 2.0, Daniel Garcia, and the Acclaimed, which is going to be Everybody loves exceptional. Acclaimed. Everybody loves the Acclaimed, and it's going to be really cool because... A lot of people want to see PNP do a little bit of an LAX reunion with Eddie Kingston oh, and maybe cool. take PNP away from the inner circle. Please, God, and they Thank can do stuff on God, their own. Please. Right? Now, Manifest what match that. are you most excited to see this Friday, Jackie? Because, of course, everybody knows mine. Yeah, but ours is going to be the same, I think. Yeah, it's all, all of us are the same. It's like, really? The submission uh, match? Hey, what, hey, what podcast do you listen to on Thursday I mean, night? Yeah, the tag <laughs> match doesn't matter to me because everyone's just looking forward to next week when O'Reilly debuts. Yeah, no, definitely the Ty Conti and Penelope Ford submission match, although I am super stoked about the idea of getting Eddie Kingston and Proud and Powerful on the same damn team because I want them to keep elaborating on that and and keep doing something with that 
get Santana and Ortiz far away from the inner circle as possible. Yeah, please. Please. Um, so now as we wind down, wind down the show. Ooh, um, dying. If, if you guys oh, okay. want to support us, patreon.com slash elite POV, where you get great shows like top girl talk, you get great content like my figure collection and did a great interview with Kyle. It's on our YouTube right now, but it's also on our yeah. Patreon. Find out why I came Patreon. here. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then it paid off a month later. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, yeah. And, and, and talking about the payoff, you go to youtube.com. Uh, do we have that official custom URL yet, Kyle? Did uh, I no, go through? I forgot to do that today. <laughs> it's right. Wow. So go to YouTube and shit. type in, fired. Go into YouTube, type in Elite POV. All right, that's my, that's my last episode today. Yeah. Go to YouTube. <laughs> going to do an exit interview with Ant after this. See all the great content we got going. We're going to start putting everything in playlists for you guys so it'll be easier to find out exactly the shows you want. As announced on Top Girl Talk this week, um, it airs first on Patreon, but maybe a month later, a couple weeks later, it's going to come to YouTube. It'll be, it'll be out. It'll be out. It'll be out. Um, not this Monday, the following Monday. It'll yeah. be out. On, so it, on you'll get to see it and then make sure you subscribe. Like I said, patreon.com slash elite POV because so, you, you're going to want to watch these episodes live. They got a lot of great things coming up, a lot of great ideas that I cannot wait for them to get into. It is one of the best things we do. Besides this show, I think it's the best thing we do. I think Jackie is knocking it out of the park hosting shows. For somebody <laughs> for somebody who just started podcasting, it blows my mind how good you are at hosting. You're about to take my job. Like at some point you're gonna host this show. But um Yeah, I do follow us some shit show called Ran on Wrestling that if you don't want to fucking listen to, that's fine because I just got buried on my own goddamn podcast. But you can check that shit <laughs> oh out. Oh my too. god. <laughs> fucking thumbs down. <laughs> Ant's back. He's still he, and sassy tonight too. But ran on wrestling. Ant does great things. He had a great episode that aired last week. I think it was right. You do it every other week, bi-weekly. It's a great time. Make sure you guys go to our YouTube channel. We have a lot of great content now on our social media at Elite POV on Twitter and Instagram at Elite POV Clips on TikTok. Now that our years are starting to come to an end and we're gearing up for the holidays. A lot of us are starting to get time off. My work schedule is freeing up. Definitely make sure to check out our social media. We have a lot more time to kind of dive all into it and give you guys the content that you want. And if you want to see something else, make sure to tag us and stuff. Hit us up on on the feed or you can DM us if, if you want to keep it private and let us know what you guys want to see. And then go watch the Ty Conti interview 15 more times. Let's try to get to 1,000 views before the end of the year, right? You guys got us almost at 700 in a week. Just 300 more views. I'll give you, I'll give us the hundred because you know I'm gonna keep listening and watching. <laughs> but um, Jackie, let everybody know where they can follow you. You can follow me on Twitter at loveyoumake24 and on Instagram at jacksthedrawpov. Ant, let them know where they can follow you and, and tell everybody about the award show. Yeah, um, I'm at Ant underscore is underscore Elite, and you can catch the Elite POV Awards. That will be December 30th. That's gonna be a long episode because we're probably gonna talk some wrestling. Um, before the award show too. So it's probably gonna be the longest episode we've ever done, but it's gonna be the most fun. Uh, look for the link on Twitter. Um, go vote, man. I'm telling you, it's it's gonna be super fun. We're gonna laugh. Hope we have you in chat. We can end this year off the right way. Check out Ran on Wrestling. Um, we're gonna be uh, bringing back This Is Me in January, which was a show that I used to do um, for Rant with Ant. It's gonna be on our Patreon where I interview different wrestling content creators and we talk about um you know the struggles uh, a lot of, a lot of stuff's about mental health and to bring mental health awareness 
um, because as I think we all struggle with it as, as a nation, we all definitely struggle with it, but I think that it needs to be brought in the forefront of the struggle of being a content creator and how it could be positive and negative on one's mental health. And we all love a good story about a journey that will be coming. So if you are a content creator and you want to be on that show, DM me personally, cause I'm starting to uh, book people for the year. Yeah, and Kyle, let them know where they could follow you. Yeah, next week's episode might get split into two after for audio purposes because that's going to be a long, long episode. We might split. That's two weeks. Or, sorry, two weeks. Sorry, two weeks, not next week. I lied. Um, I'm also going to plug a show that we missed while plugging the Patreon show. I'm going to do it in a really fun way. Watch this, guys. Snap my fingers. Bam. This is about to happen right after this show tonight. The after show is going to go down where us four sit here, talk about your – answer your questions that you've sent in to us. You guys can send in questions each and every single week. Could be about pop culture. Could be about wrestling. Could be about anything. We sit here, have fun, and uh, have this for a Patreon-exclusive show. So you guys are going to want to uh, sign up for the Patreon and get yourselves this exclusive show that happens right after Elite POV. You think – you think I'm bad on this show? You think I'm bad on this show? Just wait. <laughs> but yeah, you yeah. guys can follow me at All Elite Kyle on Twitter. Guys, ladies and gentlemen, it's been an absolute pleasure. It's the first time that us four can be on here since my debut. Just telling you guys this right now. I kind of mentioned this each and every single episode. We plan on taking this podcast into the next level stratosphere. the stratosphere whatever we want to call it it's <laughs> gonna your children. 2022 is gonna be a massive year for elite pov so i hope you guys are gonna strap in and join us for this ride um but it's gonna be awesome cannot the wait pinnacle of podcasts yes Hell pinnacle yeah. of podcasts. The four pillars elite here. pov elite pov merch.com and thank you guys for listening if you're listening back uh, uh twitch.tv slash elite pov every 7 p.m on thursdays eastern time you can join the live chat like so many great people are right now because you definitely want to see the shenanigans live you don't want to have to wait to see it back later but thank you guys for listening and or watching we are elite pov i fucked up because i'm tired of shit we are elite p o o V. God, we suck. V. <laughs> I, just like to, I just like to mess with Jackie. Why I like to mess with Jackie. I like to mess with Jackie because she gets so upset. And remember, you don't need a hat. Is Sting coming back? What is happening? <laughs> you don't need a hat to be a cowboy. See you guys.